Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! From its concept decades ago, television always been a form of entertainment for everyone. And one of the best ways to recognize your favorite program is with its theme tune. Whether it's an entire song that tells you the plot of the show or some iconic, oh, I use that word, Neil, iconic instrumental music that lets you know what the show is. TV themes are instantly recognizable. Here's our fact hunter, Neil, with 10 facts about TV themes. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. Alan Thicke, known to some as Jason Seaver in Growing Pains and others as Robin Thicke's dad, composed the theme songs for The Facts of Life and Different Strokes. The, Fre- the Friends theme song was originally supposed to be R.E.M.'s Shiny Happy People, but was changed to I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts. The composer of the EastEnders theme song, the theme tune, sorry, Simon May, unknowingly began writing it when he was seven years old. The composer of the Panorama theme music, Francis Lay, wrote the music for the soft porn erotica film, Emmanuel 2. And the Some Mothers Do Avon theme tune incorporates Morse code into its opening bars. And the writer of the Match of the Day theme doesn't even like football. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Stoller, who wrote the Match of the Day theme, also wrote the music for the movie Dawn of the Dead. For two years, Quiz Show, Give Us a Clue, used the same theme song as Grange Hill. Ronnie Hazelhurst was the most prolific theme tune writer. Hundreds of theme tunes in all. It was a sitcom or a game show in the 70s or 80s. It would have been probably produced by Ronnie. And one of Hollywood's greatest film music composers, Oscar-winning Hans Zimmer, wrote the theme to Going for Gold. There we are. Well done. I'll tell you what, Neil, they were very fascinating, those facts. 
Thank you. I think, I think you sort of, you know, you, you, you talked yourself down a little bit there, my friend. Oh, well, there we are. A lot there of work went into it. Well, <laughs> we thought we'd get ourselves a real true professional broadcaster uh, on this episode. Um, but unfortunately, they weren't available. So we actually... <laughs> We got uh, a friend of ours from way back, ladies and gentlemen. Sophia Franklin is with us. Hello, Sophia. Hello, boys. How are you both? Oh, Very it's, well. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a... ages. I mean, it's got to be. Well, it was pre-COVID, wasn't it? Obviously. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Oh my God. God, blind me. We were in the little hut. We were in the, the little shed. podcasting shed. We were in the little podcasting shed for the WTAF episodes, weren't we? That's right. Yeah, when social distancing wasn't a thing. No. And it couldn't ever have been a thing in that little room. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That was the plan. (laughs) That was the plan. Yeah. Um, Now, you've, uh, you're working in the bright lights of London now. Uh, and how's things going? Because if I see from your social media, you have been hobnobbing with the stars. Yeah, so last time I saw you, my life was very different. I was in uh, a little Gloucestershire in Cheltenham, actually, and working for BBC Local Radio. And then at the start of this year, in the middle of a pandemic, I had the bright idea to pack it all in and move to London with a promise of four shifts over January. Um, But basically wanted to see what life was like in the big city and go freelance as a broadcaster and newsreader. And it's not too bad. Yeah, you've done all right. <laughs> I have to say. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm the busiest I think I've ever been. And some something about um, being so busy is great. And some things are not so great because I can never catch my breath. But um, in essence, I do a lot of voiceover work these days. I newsread across several radio stations, including Talk Sport and uh, Talk Radio and Times Radio. Um, I'm the Monday newsreader with Chris Evans on Virgin Radio, so Ooh. formerly Radio 2 Chris Evans, the, the big radio superstar. Um, I do a lot of podcasting, I'm afraid. I'm treading on your toes. Oh, no, you carry on. <laughs> and um, I'm a country... <laughs> and I'm a country music presenter and broadcaster and podcaster as well. And I think that's everything. But the list continues to go on. That's good. Well, congratulations <laughs> yep. is in order, I think. Hey, all, all, that, you. all that and you've got no headphones. I honestly don't understand <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Look, as I said, you can't be on the ball all the time, so I'm afraid I've dropped it here. But I've got my swanky microphone. I know, I know. It's, yeah, I, think that's we, good I think we've got the same. I think we've got the same one. Oh, yeah, we should be sponsored. Yeah, we should be. Oh, my God, that'd be <laughs> nice to get these free, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. Right, we're going to do TV themes. Um, so, Sophia, what is your number 10? My number 10 is from Orange is the New Black, and it's You've Got Time by Regina Spector. So this is um, a Netflix series that I adore, all about the girls in prison, and you get to learn about life, you know, behind a woman's prison in America. Um, and they're some of the most amazing uh convicts I guess the stories they have and their lives that you learn about them but what I cannot get enough of is the theme tune and I never skip it you know sometimes you can get mm. that button that you press never do that because I love it and I properly rock out and I read a fact earlier that the show's creator listened to Regina Spector's albums re- religiously whilst writing the show so she thought let's get her to write a theme tune 
for it. So orange right. is the black is number 10. I was thinking that because there, I'm sure there's going to be some on here that people haven't heard or I, uh, us together haven't heard that maybe we should like do, 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 do each theme tune. Can you do, 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 do the theme tune to Orange is the New Black? Um, it goes something like the animals, the animals, and then it carries on like that, and it's proper rocking out, and you think, Oh my god, I'm ready to go in the prison. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Right. So we'll do that for everyone. We'll do that for everyone. So you no gotta pressure. do so that, yeah, so that people like can because obviously we can't play the clips because copyright <laughs> and stuff like that. Okay, wonderful. Then Neil, you're number 10. Start with the do 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 do, please. <laughs> I got it all wrong. <laughs> it's the Muppet <laughs> Show. Oh, the Muppet Show. That's my number eight. Yeah. Oh. Um, it took. Uh, it, the Just only do reason that I've, again. No. <laughs> no. The only reason I went back to um, and thought about this is I watched the Disney Plus new Muppets and I really enjoyed most of it. And it obviously has the theme tune, and it really shot me straight back in time to when I was little, and the original Muppets used to be on. I can't remember what night it was on. Was it Sunday night? Yeah, it? I think it was. Well, they're, yeah, it was on, Sunday they're on Disney Plus as well, aren't they? The original. Yeah, yeah, the originals. I've been yeah. dibbing in and out of certain guests on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it was such a flashback, and I thought that really brought back happy memories for me. A lot of happy memories. So. Uh... That's the only reason why I put it on there. Uh, it's yeah. a great theme tune, isn't it? Da, 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 da. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And it would always end with Gonzo doing something, like hitting the gong and it would blow up, yeah. or hitting a gong and he'd hit a and chicken he'd fly off head or he'd fly whatever. off, yeah. yeah. Well, the Muppets then, Christmas Carol is my favourite Christmas film ever. Oh, yeah. it's a great Christmas film, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? But that theme tune is good. I'm going to be kicking myself now, because as a, as a 90s baby, my I think I'll be showing my age here but that is such a good one mm. that is a good one yeah that was so that was my number eight uh my number 10 and i'll just i'll do the do to do ready it's <laughs> that's my that's my number 10 it's grange hill and slash name that tune it is that was like again in the 70s that I, I can't believe that they use the same theme for both i because, didn't even realize didn't you that's the problem no not till i found out i didn't even twig and i was like oh for christ's See, sake and I, i'll tell you what i've done <laughs> wrong i put it on here it's not name that tune is it just give us a clue just give us a clue i put name that tune on my on my thing but i know this is wrong yeah You're making it as you go along i am yeah no it's give us a clue which which as we record this uh, Lionel Blair passed away not not oh, long yeah, ago. Sadly. One of the one of the captains, Stubbs, who passed along passed away not long ago, was mm. one of the captains. Um, but I used to love Give Us a Clue, um, and fun. I used to love Grange Hill. It was it was one of those shows as a kid. You know, I think one of the best um, piss takes of that was on the young ones when the young ones did the piss take of Grange Hill. Come on, yeah. we're the only school kids who don't say fun and they. Uh, <laughs> Um, right, um, Sophia, then you're number nine. Number nine is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, well, go on then, do you do 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 for this one? <laughs> I know my housemates are going to be downstairs 
by the way, singing this, because before I came on to do this, uh, we've got a WhatsApp group called Drinking and Screaming, because that's often what we do at the weekends. Right. Um, and all of us were going through these, and there were the amount of voice notes that I had through of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was, was <laughs> mental. But it's such a good tune, and I remember watching it as a kid, and if you didn't know all of the words... You, that was it. In the playground, you were ousted completely. You had to know it. You had to know the rap. And then it was the kind of showstopper at parties. Even now, if you know that extra bit, you know, the bit where not everyone quite knows it. But if you know it, I can't remember what the lyrics are now, but I'm sure if I was in the pub uh, on a Saturday night, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd know it all. <laughs> Can you remember any of the lyrics from the start then? Um, Wes... Wes Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, Max, and relaxing, all cool and all, shooting some beat ball outside the school. When a couple of guys, they were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got a one little part of my mama's skin. Then it goes on like that. Yeah, very good. Fantastic. <laughs> well done. That was a round of applause. That's fantastic. We're working you far too hard. I was fine. That's nice. Okay, then, Neil, what's your number nine? Um, I don't know how I'm going to do be dupe it. It's on, a mash. And off we yeah. go. So, yeah, mash. Um, funny this, because I love the theme tune to that. And I always used to come downstairs when it was on. I was probably too young to be watching it even back then. and Because they used to put it on like nine o'clock, didn't they? Mm. And oh, I'd come down... And because of the theme tune, think I'd like MASH, sit there for about 15, 20 minutes and then think, finding this boring. And it's only till I've got older that I've reappreciated it. It was not for kids at all. I no, didn't really know what was going on. No. But yeah, but it was the theme tune always hooked me in and still does. It's a lovely song. And Manic Street Preachers did their own version of it, didn't they, as well, which was just as beautiful. So yeah. a lovely song. Suicide is Painless. That's it. Yeah. Cheerful. A real upbeat, cheerful song. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a lovely tune. It is a lovely tune. Uh, right, my number nine is la 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 banana splits. The banana splits. Hey! Oh my goodness. That yeah. was a that was a um uh children's program school holidays. You knew it was school holidays when you saw those lovable things what were they dogs and god knows what was a monkey was there a monkey it was just animals weren't they terrifying they they, they came back recently in a horror film there was a horror so film shows yeah. you how okay. yeah. so many people so many nightmares yeah. very very strange yeah but it was yeah in their wonderful little buggies i always wanted um, one of their beach I always buggies. Wanted one of their beach buggies and then it used to be them in a uh sort of like a they're they lived in a house didn't they but then it'd be intercut mm. with like the three musketeers cartoon and arabian oh, the land of the giants it was like the original teletubbies it was the original teletubbies yeah but they made more sense yeah <laughs> and then obviously they used it in kick-ass they used the, that song in kick-ass for when hit yeah. Yeah, uh, makes it makes her way through all the all the baddies. Great scene, great. That scene. is such a good scene, and that music mm. just adds perfectly to it, doesn't it? It's fantastic. It really I remember does. that? Was, I think that was one of the trailers, wasn't it? Was that one of the first trailers for yes. Yes. Cast, yep. I think. Yeah, yeah, they made that work really well. Okay, then Sophia, then your number eight. Uh, my number eight is speaking of children's theme tunes is Bodger and Badger. 
Right, that's going on my YouTube viewing list. <laughs> I want to know what it's all about. Because again, the only... later, being like, "What are you on about?" Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I remember about Bodger and Badger is the fact that it was mentioned by Kerry in this country when yeah. she's, um, she's being questioned by PC. What's Weber. his name? Weber. Thank you, Neil. It's not like we've done a this country podcast. Yeah, I should know. I shouldn't. Yeah, I should know. <laughs> uh, right then, Neil, you're number eight. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does everything a spider can. I well, you know what a huge fan I am of the original animated series. I'm re-watching it on Disney Plus and enjoying it. Well, what a great theme tune, catchy. And I re-watched the Sam Raimi original Spider-Man because it dropped on one of the streaming services. And it is funky that the uh, busker in the subway scene yes. I'd completely forgotten. Yeah, and that was quite sweet. Well, and in Spider-Man 2, there's a um a Chinese woman singing, That's on, right. singing it on the on the on the street corner or something. Yeah, so they obviously put it in each one of those Spider Mans, I would have thought. But yeah, what a great theme! What a great theme! And it always excited me when it came on because it's time to watch the cartoon. It just reminds me of the um, scene from the Simpsons movie, Spider Pig. Yeah. <laughs> As he walks it on the on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a great. Yeah, that was yeah, fantastic. It was such a good gag. Oh dear. <laughs> Harry Plopper as well. Harry, Harry Plopper. Oh. Harry Plopper, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so good. Uh, right, my number eight was uh, The Muppet Show. So we can move yes. on to uh, your number seven, Sophia. My number seven is That 70s Show in the Street. Don't know if you remember this. They're all sat in the front of the car. And then with each verse, it all changes. And I can't remember how it goes. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, it sounds better when you listen to it on no, the I mean I've never heard it before I've never watched the 70s show so I, I oh, that yeah. 70s show brilliant brilliant yeah but um they all swap their seats as they as the, the lyrics go on um such a Good show growing up. Big fan of that one. And it's Ashton Kutcher. And Ashton, he doesn't watch oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Ashton was Kutcher. Brian Cranston in that one as well? Yes, I think oh, was so. It? Or was that? No, that was Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the it? Middle, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who was the dad in it? Um, well, it was they, the guy. Yeah, it was the guy from Robocop, wasn't it? That was the was the, the father in it. He was the baddie in Peter Robocop. Weller. No, the baddie oh, no. in Robocop. Oh, Ronnie Cox. <laughs> no, not that bad. He's like the henchman baddie. <laughs> I can't think what Have his I name really is. got to get IMDB out and start? Yeah, I can't. Really, I know. I... Yeah, I know who you mean. Holy I can't crap, think who he was. Kurt somebody. Or was that it's his Kurt, name? Yes, it was. Kurt 
somebody. I can't remember what his last name was. Yeah, and I just watched that Netflix about the making of it. I can't remember. What the making name. of Robocop. Oh, was there another one? The, the movies that made us. Great series. This Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Yeah. Kurtwood Smith. And I think he was the guy that was in that 70s. Yeah, he was in, he was Red Foreman. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the dad. Is that the day ago? That was you, him, you yeah. Didn't, you didn't want to like, but you end up liking him in the end because he's a bit, he's a bit redneck and he's a bit, um, bit of, you know, not, not, not got the best moral compass in the world. And right necessarily nice to people but by the end you soften t- towards him right. um, and he does love his kids even though he gets very very angry with them a lot of the time uh, <laughs> yeah great love that theme tune okay back for me nice then right neil what's your number seven right let's see if anyone can follow it on it's only a game so put up a real big fight <laughs> I'm going to be snookering you tonight. Everybody go snooker loopy. Bit of Chaz and Day. What a great theme tune. They should have done all the theme tunes in the 80s, me personally. Do you mean Big Break? Big Break. What do I call it? Snooker loopy. You call it Snooker loopy. I was thinking what? Big Break. Yes, Big Break. Yeah. I was Snooker loopy is snooker loopy. Nuts are we. We'll show what you could do with a load of balls and a snooker cube. Pop the red and back for the red group bang, pink and black. snooker lukey nuts are we we are snooker loopy that's that one so well done <laughs> but big break yeah what a um that was a great game i used to love that game show uh, back break. in the day yeah, yeah. um bit, with the trick shot for your time isn't it sophia yeah it is yeah but i know <laughs> what you're talking about especially the um the snooker loopy one because that's yeah. um it's always one that people sing when 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 everyone gets going. I can mm. I can just imagine people listening to the podcast singing it on their yeah. own. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, a good one, good one. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, um, it's an earworm. It's a definite earworm. Yeah. So my number seven has got two good theme tunes: the opening theme tune and the end theme tune. But it's the opening oh. theme tune is the one that I think I like more. Um, is Stack a pony in your pocket. I'll fetch a suitcase from the van. If you want the best things, but don't ask questions, then brother. I feel like I'm Tim Vine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fools and horses. Um and, and, and like I say, what's the, the one at the end? Oh, I can't remember. Um, oh, God yeah. bless Hooky Streak. That's oh, it, yeah. yeah. That, um, that's so good. Yeah, and I always thought it was Nicholas Lindhurst that sang those. John Sullivan, isn't but it? it was John Sullivan himself, the mm. guy that wrote the really, thing. yeah, guy that wrote, wrote the theme tune, wrote the theme tune, sang the theme tune. I mean, that was one that isn't in my top ten. But I don't know if anyone else has got Minder, but it's a like that's a fantastic song. Oh, I won't say anything then. Okay, number six for you, <laughs> Sophia. Uh, number six for me is oh now how does it go now i can do this all on my own no i know i'm no, no superman. superman yay that's scrubs isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah oh scrubs. i love that one yeah such a good series the, the only i think the only proper silly sitcom that at the end gives you this amazing takeaway where you actually feel so warm inside or Mm. completely question your entire existence uh, and purpose in life um and I always love that 
that. But then there's also, and I can't remember who it is. There's also an episode where, is it Cat Stevens? I made that up. But there's, a, and then the, the guy who's following them around playing the guitar. I don't think it is Cat Stevens. No, I think it's, it's Colin Hay, I think, from... Uh, oh, Colin Hay, that's From it. Men at Work. Um, yeah, and and there's a song in that as well, which I, I love, but just can't remember. But um, love that theme tune. Love mm. it. That's a great one. Yeah, I can't mm. believe that isn't in my top 10. Um, but that is a good one. Great show as well. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a very underrated show. For what, I rewatched it, it all in lockdown and it's brilliant. It's yeah. so underrated. You forget how good it is mm. and, and just how well it's written, I think. Mm, absolutely. That uh, was the one with Zach Braff, wasn't it? Yes. Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. In the hospital. Um, that's right. Hospital. Yeah. Been a long time since yeah. I've seen that. Uh, you're number yes. six then, Neil. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to hum it because I, I can hear it in my head, but I can't do it. It's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Bum, oh, bum, I nearly picked bum. that one. It's a hard one to do, isn't it? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> they um, all back on Sky now. They are, and the new series has started and is still as strong as the other series. Is um, it? Yeah, it's made me proper raw laugh in watching the new series. It's one of my all-time favourite sitcoms, Curb. I think it's hard to beat that one. Um but yeah, the music, what joyous music it is. It's so not fitting to the character of Larry David, is it? That he plays on that show. And it was what? just a it was just a piece of like copyright free music that he heard. Oh, was it? Wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't specifically written for the show. He just heard that piece of music and I, well, it may not have been copyright free, but he paid for mm. that bit of music and thought, yeah, that's perfect. And then they And it is it. perfect. It fits it the show perfect. brilliantly, Absolutely. doesn't it? Absolutely. It really does. Yeah, it's a little bit... Some of the episodes were still a bit hip, hit and miss for me. Are they? Um, yeah, the first episode of the new series, I was a little bit, oh, okay. It didn't really... There were some funny bits in it, but just like mm. not to some of the standard that some of the episodes can be. I'm a huge fan. I, I go, Well, as you know, I've got them still on DVD. Not that I need them on DVD, <laughs> but I still play them like that. Indeed. I think they look great on my bookshelf. Hey, uh, granddad with your DVDs. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with DVDs, eh? Hey, at least you've got VHSs or whatever they are. Hey, I found a load of my VHSs saying that when I was clearing out the loft. Well, nobody wants, to, nobody wants to see them, Neil. I mean, you need to no, get them. You there's some burn, in there that you would be them. like, Dabbing your hands at path. Really? That's all I'm gonna say. They include big I won't ask any questions. Light things and all sorts. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Uh right, my number six. This is gonna be before your time, Sophia. Okay. So so I will do the do 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 and see if Neil knows what it is. Da 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 I'm doing the Tim Vine thing again. Is that it's the A team, isn't it? No. No. Was it Night Rider? Dallas? No, you've lost me. Keep going, Bob. I'm enjoying it. Helicopters do 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 Was it Airwolf? No. Magnum. Magnum. Oh yeah. Magnum sounded quite similar. Magnum PI. Um 
starring Tom Selleck in the shortest shorts you could get with his big long legs. Mm. I love Tom Selleck. Uh, what a man he was. Could have been Indiana Jones as well. Yeah. He's so close to being Indiana Jones. But there oh, you go. that would have made a lot of sense. I, I first found him in Three Man and a Baby. Three Man yeah. and a Baby, indeed. Three Man and a Little Lady. Yeah. Do you remember when he first shaved off his moustache for that movie, An Innocent Man, and everybody lost their shit? Yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't ever want to see that. Yeah. He went serious. He's a man that should always have a moustache. Mm. He's just he's, him he's... and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Are they not the same? Not the same. No. Um, but I think that's maybe why I love him so much because he has a moustache like my dad, and it reminds oh, right. me of my dad. <laughs> oh. I always wanted his car as well. What a car. Yeah. That what red car. car, whatever it was. I think it was a Ferrari, I think. <laughs> Ferrari, there we I are. Think, yeah. Uh, okay then, Sophia, you're number five. Oh, now, you know when you can't remember a theme tune off the top of your head? Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's one with loads of words. Why can't I remember it? Um, don't worry if you can. I don't want to... Science, history, unravel in the mystery that all started with a Big Bang. Hey, the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> uh, that's another one where you kind of challenged yourself to the whole of the uh, whole of the lyrics, um, and made me quite interested in science for the first time in a long time. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't like science at all, but that I found like I found out that you can actually learn stuff from a program like that. It's not just about relationships and people, but actually they'd say things and then I find myself Googling it going, I feel like I should know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I really like that theme tune. I thought it was a good, a good um, series as well. It's up there with the likes of how I met your mother and um, some of the others that are of that era. Um, but that I think is the best theme tune out of that selection for me. Mm. Um, yeah, and a good tongue twister. Is it, is it a series it. that's still going? No, it's or no. is it finished? It's, it's finished, finished now. They've now got a spin-off called Young Sheldon. Which oh, I saw that on cool. Netflix. Yeah. Um, and actually, the Young the young Sheldon, I don't know how it's been written or how the writers coincide, but the Young Sheldon kind of answers a lot of the questions that don't get answered in the Big Bang Theory. So it's quite good because mm. there are so many things, you know, there's a song... Um, that they sing to Sheldon when he's ill, Soft Kitty. And you, know, you think, where on earth does that come from? And the origins origins are explained in Young Sheldon, apparently. I've never seen it, um, but I read an article on it once. Um, and yeah, apparently it's it's the answer to all the unanswered questions in the Big Bang Theory is Young Sheldon. So there you go. Wow, <laughs> yeah. there we are. I must admit, I've never been a fan of the Big Bang Theory. I it's just... quite hit and miss with people. Some people hate it. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. I don't know whether it's the fact that it feels to me like one of those typical American. See, I liked yeah. Friends. I liked Friends. So, it's, so to say that about that, mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know whether I've just not given it the right chance or whatever. But it's got a great theme. That's the thing, and I'm not sure who it is who does the theme. No, I didn't. I didn't look it up. I just wrote no. it down. <laughs> I, I feel like I should know, but no. Okay, Neil, you're number five. Right, all for one and one for all. Musket hounds are always ready. Dog Tanyon and the Three Musket Hounds. What a happy tune that one is as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, it was a, I think it was originally a Spanish cartoon that came out in the, would it be the early 80s maybe? Maybe I mid 80s? Say, yeah, something like that. 
uh, became very popular as school time. You know, it was on at the same time that Philip Schofield was in the broom cupboard, that sort of period. Um, <laughs> sounds very weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Especially because he's just recently come out. But anyway. Yeah, that's not... Don't, yeah, we, don't want, um, we don't want emails, Neil. Don't no, no, no. It's just it's quite a weird thing to put him back in the broom cupboard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a fun... It was only a short cartoon. It wasn't a long one. And it was based on the Three Musketeers and a lot of fun. But the theme tune, I still have genuinely heard people whistling it in the shops and things like that for no apparent reason. You would bark it. it. Remember that the, the end theme was oh 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 right in that pitch as well. Perfect. It's that pound. perfect pitch. Perfect but yeah pitch. it was it's a great it's a great tune. If you haven't heard it so far I'd recommend just YouTube. I'm gonna have to look all of these up. Because <laughs> yeah. it really is catchy song it all really the is. tv magic you've missed because you were like born 20 years too early or too late i wouldn't I suggest say. watching the cartoon because that's a bit no crap. yeah but it's not it's yeah the theme. theme tune was fantastic it is a good why theme. is it that sometimes the theme tunes are so good and then you get hooked in and mm. then next thing you know you think this is rubbish which is mm. a shame because we've been led to believe otherwise <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, I think it's also you've got to be careful. You don't don't judge a book by its cover. So you think, oh, it's got a good theme. It must be a good show. Mm. And then, you know, most no. of the time that's not that's not the case. But yeah. uh, okay, my number five goes like this. You're in the right ballpark when you say Parks and Rec. Yeah. The office. It, yeah, it is the US office. Yes. It's, I was nearly one of mine. It's a great theme. Absolutely mm. beautiful theme. Um, and a great show. I mean, we've, we've spoken about it before. Um, many times. It's, many it's, times. Quite often it's my, uh, it's now become my comfort food of TV where I just put any episode on and I just love it. Apart yeah. from the first episode, but yeah, we're all the same on that one. But yeah, any you- episode. Are you both of the US camp rather than the UK camp? Uh, yes. By a long way. Yeah. By a yeah. long way. I didn't particularly like, personally, I didn't particularly like the uh, UK one very much. I found I don't two. Really trust anyone who, who likes the UK one more than you. <laughs> no. Because David Brent was a git and not yeah, likable at all. No. Whereas mm. Michael Scott is lovable. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't in the first series. They definitely no. tried to make him like David Brent in the first series. Mm. But I think listening to the. Um, office ladies podcast that um two of the cast members do uh, angela and pam they do their own like watch along podcast and they said that the, the the producers specifically made him more of a hero or somebody that you could root for because that's what the americans like in a sitcom they like someone mm. to root for whereas in in britain we like to have anti-heroes as our main people you know people that are just not necessarily somebody you'd like to be like basil faulty and del boy and uh like assholes yeah exactly <laughs> yeah Brent, we, that, that's what we we like whereas americans tend to turn off from that they like to have people that they can root for and that's exactly mm. what michael scott turns into he's he's a lovable he's still an idiot but he loves the people around him whereas david brent just wants to be famous that's all he mm. cares about yeah um 
Okay, so that was my number five. So, Sophia, you're number four. Um, okay. Uh, this one is a bit of a country one. Ooh. Um, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and my peace of mind. Well, that sounds very familiar. I look around and wanna Nashville. Speak. And then no, oh, but that would have been a good one. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to be anything other than me. No, no, it sounds on Free Hill. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've not watched that either, but it did sound familiar. Yeah. I'm gonna have to send you guys a link of proper <laughs> North <Yeah>. and 90s <laughs> teen <Yeah>. sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. teach us. Exactly. Yeah, because we weren't watching those at the time. <laughs> <laughs> With that, it was between that, um, which is Gavin DeGraw, and I loved Gavin DeGraw as a, as a country guy. And I remember thinking, yes, finally, felt vindicated. That and the OC is another one. Um, and then 90210, the remake. Um, right. although I like the original one as well. So those are all kind of in the same um era, I guess. With Did Dawson's Creek, be also there as well. Well, yeah, I like Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Oh, I started rewatching that again in lockdown because <laughs> they put it all on Netflix. My God, these, these programs haven't aged well, have they? <laughs> no, no, no. You watch them no. back and you go, oh, that's not okay. All <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. that acting is terrible. <laughs> yeah. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I think there are certain, I think things when you are teenagers, you think they're amazing at the time, yeah. don't you? And then 20 years passes and you look back and you think, what was I doing with my life? Yeah, yeah. Mm. The only TV series I think held up like that from the 90s and is still very good is like, so for, um, well, no, you didn't mention it, somebody else did earlier, is Buffy. I rewatched oh, yeah, all of those. One. Buffy, I think that's, that's still Buffy that's, and then they... Mm. Tried to do it with the vampire diaries, which fell a bit flat. Mm. Mm. But Buffy, yeah, I watched all that through the lockdown and I thought it was amazing still. What's that other magical one as well? Um, with three sisters. Charmed. Charmed. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I remember it though. That was the one, that was the girl out of nine twos, whatever. Nine oh two, yeah. My, yeah. my kids love that. My girls loved like Angel Buffy. Um, what was the other one? True Blood was the other one, wasn't it? All the that vampires. That was a bit more risque stuff. than Buffy. Yeah, a bit though, more risque. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Who doesn't love a bit of risque magic? I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I, True Blood. Seriously, when it came on, I really enjoyed it. But after the first episode, I went, "They did that in a TV series." Oh, I've never seen that. I'll have to watch the first episode of that. Oh, then. Yeah, it's full on. It's full on Game of Thrones style. Full on. It really. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see Game of Thrones. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go on then, Neil. Your number four. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Need you to do more. The A Team. What a great series that was. The show where loads of guns were fired, but nobody ever got shot. People were blown up, never got killed. And Boy George did a great cameo. Um, it was a great series. I loved it as a kid. It hasn't aged well. I'm, let's not pretend that it has. It really hasn't aged well. But it was great. And what a theme tune. It was, it was like, it reminded me of Indiana Jones where it kicks off and the action, it puts you straight in the mood to watch that action and escapism. Mm. Great song. And I think that's Mike Post. Is it? I think Mike Post was the American version of Ronnie Hazelhurst. Right. I'm pretty sure he did Magnum and he did maybe things like Dallas and... Airwolf. Because um, they were all very similar, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, Hill Street Blues and all of the... like the I might be wrong on that, and I'm sure someone will email and let us know if I'm wrong on but that. Would, but yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, okay then. Uh, my number four is once in every lifetime. Can't <laughs> love like this. I need you. You need me. Yeah. Oh my darling, can't you see? <laughs> I forgot that one. <laughs> the young ones. Yeah, the young ones. And I know it's a cover of a Cliff song, but. I prefer that tune, yeah, that version to the actual <laughs> Cliff version, uh, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. So uh, I totally forgot that one. You forget oh, about that one. So, yeah, I mean, completely. Again, that's yourself, Neil. I that's really am because I'm a huge young fan. For you, Sophia, isn't it? The young ones. Yeah. Have you ever Straight seen? Have you ever watched no, it? no. It never was what it. made Rick Mail and Adrian Edmondson famous, pretty much. Um, oh, okay. I like Rick Mail. Yeah, it yeah. was this. It was this real anarchic. It was the program that, as a kid at school, you had to watch yeah. it 
on the Monday night. It was Monday, BBC Two, nine o'clock. You had to watch it because if you went into school on the following day and hadn't watched it, you were you, in trouble. Yeah, because, because and I can remember there was me and another kid that used to do, and it was the only time girls would talk to me. <laughs> they would come up and go, do your Rick impression, do your Rick impression. And there was me and this other kid that used to f- not fight, but used to, who could do the best Rick impression. <laughs> and uh, it was it was one of those programs that, especially if you were, so what was that? When did that come out, Neil? 84? 80, maybe even earlier, 83 maybe? maybe yeah, yeah, early 80s. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been 12, 13, very impressionable age. And that for me was the show because you had music in it a band would play every time it was like a sitcom but like all of a sudden mm. a band would play in the in the living room that's and cool would, yeah and it would be very monty pythonish where it would cut off to something completely different be totally zany and anarchic mm. and that but it was such a fun show it was ben outen's first sitcom ben yeah ben, yeah ben outen wrote it mm. you still do the impression no god no <laughs> oh, oh my hard. goodness no, it, it was all very uh, flared nostrils and um, <laughs> and 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 sticking your teeth out and stuff. But I would say, I mean, I don't know for someone of your generation, excuse me, whether it would travel Work. well. Do you mm. know what I mean? I mean, I still watch them and I still find them hilarious. But I think it's because I remember the time. Yeah, you know, it's very eighties. I'll give it a spin. Yeah, it's, it, I would I'll love to know what you thought. It, yeah, it's very. It's yeah, I would. Yeah, I would love to know what you think. Okay, so Sophia, you're number three. My number three. I don't know if you'll know this one. Um, hold on. How does it go? That sounds good. Has you got the hay in it? Yeah. <laughs> go on then. Go on then. What is it? Arthur. Arthur. Oh, oh the, the, cartoon. the cartoon. cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking. Of the movie. The They're like, what are you on about? <laughs> I thought you meant the movie for a minute. I was thinking, hang on. No, the, the one. I don't know what he is. Like a little mole, I guess, or mole or something. And they're all different animals. And you've got his sister DW. And oh, I just and I just loved it growing up. It was such. But actually, the theme tune used to drive me mental. I remember as a kid, I hated it. Now I think it's the best theme tune. Well, second, uh, one of the best theme tunes there is. I think it's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Arthur. Oh, my kids, my kids liked it. So yeah, that's where I think so I, I, I sort of remember up. it from. But yeah, he was a mole fully clothed, wasn't he? Up on two feet. Or I don't know, he might not have been a mole. He might have been a shrew. Who knows? I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> quite knew what it was but it was it was one of those things that you were never really sure what any of the characters were but you no. just kind of went along with it anyway yeah 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 <laughs> it was totally normal a bit yeah, like the banana it. splits yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> just don't yeah. question it no one quite there's what the, i don't think anyone was supposed to really know what the, they were but you went along with it and you enjoyed it and loved it exactly so, yeah that's my oh. number three okay then neil you're number three no 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 Batman. <laughs> the 1966 Batman. I'm still a huge fan. Still think it beats Danny Elfman's score. <laughs> and I think it should be used on every movie. Um, it's great. It's a great opening tune. And we all, everybody seems to know it. And even, even like 
younger generations now know the tune, but they've never seen the 1966 Batman. So it's obviously passed my, through. My five-year-old nephew knows it. Never seen the programme, but, mm. you know, that programme, but loves it and knows the tune for sure. Yeah, it's a great, great theme. See, and that's another one that it'd be very interesting for someone that has been brought up on the movies to go and watch the 66 Batman yeah. because it is so camp. Yeah. It is so colourful. But that's yeah. why I always hear that it's just totally different to what you actually yeah. expect. And because it's insane. It's it yeah. completely insane. <laughs> the acting is very... Again, unless you buy into the acting, you would think, oh, my God, the acting is terrible. But it's done but purposely. Think, but it's done, it's done with a very big wink at the camera. And it is... It's joyous watching the 66 yeah. Batman. It really is. But but because they've gone now for so much reality and to sort of um, base the whole Batman character in like a grounded reality, it's a million miles away from what the original sort of Batman, it, well, I'll say the original Batman, but the 66 Batman. But mm, yeah. I love it. Love it to pieces. Yeah, I absolutely, I've been swallowing it down whole watching them again. I just nice. love them to pieces. I honestly do. I wish they'd bring it back. I think it deserves a reincarnation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, right, my number three uh, was another staple of, like, the Christmas holidays and um, summer holidays. It's here we come, walking down the street. <laughs> and the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, hey we're the monkeys. People say a monkey around and do that funny walk where they've all yeah. yeah. I used to love the monkeys. The TV show was, I just, it was fun. It I was wanted funny. to do that. I wanted to get three of my mates and just live in a house together <laughs> and just like make music and just piss about for, you know, however long it would take us to piss about for. Um, and I still enjoy watching the monkeys as much as it's very 60s, yeah. and, you know, and very sort of hippified and, it's all paisley shirts and flowery stuff and and all that weird 60s dancing, which I'm you know, glad that I wasn't around in the 60s. I haven't properly. seen that since I was a child, I don't think. Because oh, no, it was on the same morning as uh, the uh, Banana Splits. Yeah, yeah. It was on the same time. It was as a staple of the, mm, like the Christmas morning. and Saturday morning and... And so I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'll have to have a look on YouTube. They might do like actual full episodes on YouTube. I don't yeah, I'm going to have to have a look because I really do want to see one of those. Clips. I've seen clips of it. I've never watched a full episode, but I know the, the, the song. Yeah. And it, yeah. Like, it's, song. It's, it's also it's like, it was like canned laughter and it was like, you know, yeah. awful sort of canned laughter. But I, I just, there was something about it that I just loved. Again, I haven't seen it for a while. I don't know how I'd feel if I watched it now. I'd probably think, what a load of crap this is. Oh my God. No wonder I turned out the way I did watching this as a kid. <laughs> um, right, we're getting to the uh, squeaky bum time now. So, Sophia, what's your number two? I didn't mean well, to. I didn't mean to equate number two <laughs> with squeaky bum. That really, uh, that was really the wrong time to say that. <laughs> I enjoyed that segue. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I think my number two has been more influenced by the actual program itself because I am such a lover of the program. But the theme tune goes. So that's you got a friend. Yeah. So what, oh, so what's that from then? 
Any idea, Neil? No? I'm really thinking, do you see my cogs were in there? <laughs> I know, I was like, he's, he's nearly there. I thought I was, no, I'm not. Because now Pav said you've got a friend. Oh, it's not. I can't think. Gilmore no. Girls. Okay. I've, I've never... That's where I've heard it before. My daughter is obsessed and she got my mum into watching it. Okay, <laughs> oh, I've so never seen it. It's a massive hit with all the girls. I don't know many females who haven't watched it. And it's a really lovely one to watch with your mum or mums to watch with the daughters because it is about that daughter-mum relationship. It's a very weird relationship. But then you've got the kind of next generation as well with the grandma that's involved and all these relationships and they go through life. And I watched it growing up. But what's changed now, because I've re-watched it all, because it's it's one of my comforts that I just put on in the background because I just love it. I think Rory's this little sass queen. Um, but the mum, I identify with her now, Lorelai, more than I did when I was growing up. Growing up, I was more, oh, I'm always going to be like Rory. Now I've watched it. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm like Lorelai. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, I've moved into the next phase of life. <laughs> well, I don't have the daughter. I definitely have all the problems that go with being almost 30. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And I just love it. I, I think it's a heartwarming uh, theme tune and brings me real joy. So that's my number two. I've heard a lot of people say about it. My mum oh, literally brilliant. just finished it. My daughter and my her grandmother sat and watched it together, the whole thing. And my mum loved it. It's brilliant. It's really witty. I can't remember what the the, the dad's called, but it's um he's he's was quite a big actor and the granddad. Um, I can't remember his name for the life of me, but it, it's just really well written and it, it does hits home on all all fronts in terms of you know that adolescent um, teenager going off onto pastures new and going through all the tribes and tribulations of being a teenager but trying to be an adult as well and then you've got parents who don't really know what the hell they're doing but they're trying to make it work anyway whilst having their own dramas in life it's brilliant I think it's so well written um they did do a release of like a revisit and kind of four episodes that were on Netflix or something and actually they weren't bad I was mm. pleasantly surprised um kind of you know, re- revisiting. I don't know if you've seen um, This Is Us, but the the main character out of This Is Us, the dad in that, is one of the teenage boys, and I hadn't realised that till I rewatched it, and I'm a big fan oh, of right. it. It's funny how all these people just, you know, overlap in all these series, and you don't make the connection until years mm. later. But yeah, love it, love it. See, that's that's age catching up. See, is when you, that's when you know you're old. Is when you see somebody in a fi- in a film or a TV series that you can remember them being a kid in yeah. something else, and you think, <laughs> "This isn't right. This isn't right." <laughs> yeah. So where, where's the last? Look at your watch. Where's the last twenty years gone? Hang on. That, a that and identifying with the older character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the double exactly. one, mate. Shock. Yeah. Uh, go on then, Neil. What's your number two? Everybody should know that one. The Simpsons. I'm a huge fan of The Simpsons. And I'm absolutely overjoyed as as we record this, the new series has dropped on Disney Plus. No way. Yeah. So I'm swallowing those up at a rapid rate and they are good. So, you know. I haven't seen any new episodes in ages. Are they just as good as they've always been? Yeah, uh, different. They've they've evolved as 
the generations have evolved. And obviously with the animation getting a lot better, the stories seem to reflect that. So sometimes they're a lot more out there and bizarre. Mm. I mean, I really enjoyed the Lego episode. So if you haven't seen the Lego episode, I highly recommend seeing that one. The crossover episode was funny with Family Guy. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, I did see clips. Yeah, that was a funny one. But they do a lot of that. They do a lot of, um, in the later series, I've noticed they're, they're doing a lot more sort of attention to other characters like Skinner and Moe. And they're doing that again rather than, and the Simpsons would just appear. So it's not all Simpsons-centric. But the theme tune, what an iconic theme tune from Danny Elfman, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you're making me think of Family Guy now as well. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm people always say, don't they, are you Family Guy or are you the Simpsons? I enjoy both, but I think I'm more Simpsons than Family Guy. I'm Family Guy. I I mean, I love Family Guy, but late at night. That's the that's another comfort one that you stick on. Mm. You're not quite ready to go to bed. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, I do watch a lot of Family Guy, but I I think Simpsons just pips it for me because you can go back to those early episodes, you know, and it's got really has got my sort of humor. You know, when um, Sideshow Bob stands on the um, the rakes, I just yeah. think it's one of the most <laughs> magical pieces of telly, and I've and never laughed so much. It's amazing with the fact that you've got writers on there now that would have watched the simpsons when it first started yeah as a kid yeah. and and yeah. i think that's what brings the freshness i watched a couple of the new episodes uh oh, a, a month or so ago not from the new series but from the last series yeah and as they're not as consistently funny as say classic series from like probably Four seven upwards, yeah. yeah yeah going up to like episode series 12 13 14 15 16 but you still guarantee to get at least probably four or five good laughs in an mm. episode and any comedy where you can guarantee to get four or five good laughs is still hitting a good rate i think and after yeah. 35 seasons is it now 33 seasons something like that something like that yeah that is yeah. crazy that is absolutely crazy that they've they've mm. still been able to hit and still going and still and going doesn't it take like a huge amount of time for them to make each episode i remember hearing a, a fact that was definitely wrong because it became physically impossible but it still takes a bloody long time yeah, to make months. absolute months yeah, and the yeah. amount of money they're now paid the main voiceover artist mm. is huge yeah just to, to keep them going the yes <laughs> you perfect sophia we're friends with one of the executive producers i'm sure that we I'm could sort it out in. for you yeah that'd be we great can, yeah. i'm sure we we'll, we'll ask mike we'll Thanks. ask mike yeah our yeah. friend mike yeah bless him uh right my number two again sophia just take a seat back because you're not going to remember this at all <laughs> okay. um this is a version of the original theme um and it goes like this i'll pretend i'm a guitar now Crossroads. Yes, but it's, <laughs> but it's the it's right the, away. the wings version of the crossroads. Uh, okay. So when the show would finish, sometimes if you were lucky, it wouldn't be the normal. It would be wings. It would be Paul McCartney and Wings did their own version of the Crossroads theme, and it would and it's very guitar-y. It's very like wailing guitar. It's very sort of emotional and angsty. I loved it. I always sat there watching Crossroads. And, oh, it's the it's the Wings version. Oh, yes. Sit there and <laughs> listen to it and love it. Oh, I just love that show. But it's a uh, that was one of the worst um, soap operas 
in the 70s oh, and 80s, 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 80s. Yeah, it went right up to the mid 80s with and they wobbly closed. sets. And everything. But they brought it back, didn't they? Really? In the 90s. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was it was shocking. It was what um, on Victoria Wood Acorn, Acorn Antiques. Antiques. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, that, that was basically what. They based that on from Crossroads, basically. Because it was hilarious when they slammed the door, the whole wall would shake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'd have you'd have certain actors that would be like waiting for their cue, and then would like walk in, and you'd see. Yeah. Them. Yeah. It was, but it was a massive hit for years. Wasn't oh, it, it was. It a went Midlands, on for decades. Midlands-based yeah. Midlands uh, sit- uh, sitcom, but it was like a sitcom, really. Uh, right. So that's my number two. So. Sophia, would you like to give us a run through in your best presenter voice uh, oh. from 10 to 2, please? I don't know if I can remember them all, but yes, I will. Okay. At number 10, we have Orange is the New Black with You've Got Time. At number 9, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. At number 8, we have Bodger and Badger. Number 7, That 70s Show in the Street. At number six. Six, yeah. Six, we have The Big Bang Theory. No, at that was num- scr- Scrubs at six. Oh, at number six, we have <laughs> Scrubs. At number seven, we have The Big Bang Theory. No, at five, you have The Big Bang Theory. You're going down, remember? It's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. I script everything. At number five, we have The Big Bang Theory. At number four, we have One Tree Hill with Gavin DeGraw, my country hero. At number three, we have Arthur. And at number two, we have Gilmore Girls. Wonderful. Neil, what's your 10 to 2? So at number 10, I have The Muppet Show. Number nine, MASH. Number eight, Spider-Man. Seven, Big Break. Six, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Five, Dog Tanyon and the Three Musket Hounds. Four, The A-Team. Three, Batman. And number two, The Simpsons. Well done. And I have at number 10, Grange Hill Stroke. Not name that tune. What was it? Give us a clue. Give us a clue. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, The Banana Splits. Number eight, The Muppet Show. Number seven, Only Fools and Horses. Number six, Magnum. Number five, The US Office. Number four, The Young Ones. Number three, The Monkeys. And number two, the Crossroads theme by Wings. So, uh, Sophia, what is your number one TV theme? I bet you're both going to know exactly what it is. I, I, I reckon I know it, but I want to see whether you tell me what's going on. All it's going to be is... <laughs> yes, <that's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Neil, you got it? No, it's no. friends. No. Yeah, that's oh, right. Confession. You. Confession. Um, I've never seen Friends. Oh, no. (laughs) I know the theme, Juno. I mean, I know I can't say anything because I've not seen half of the things that you've said about. But that's not your fault, Sophia. I wasn't around. Exactly. That's not your fault. Neil, Neil. no excuse. I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit scarred from American sitcoms. I will excuse myself from it. I didn't even really like Happy Days very much. And people used to moan at me for that. I don't particularly like American sitcoms. I find that every time somebody walks in a room and they give them a cheer, Woo, I just got yeah. on my nerves. Woo. Yeah, and Friends, for some reason in the 90s, I think I was too busy at Glastonbury. It just passed me straight by. 
straight by. Oh, I know. I absolutely love it. I was so pleased when they did the reunion that wasn't a reunion episode, but more of a get together. Um, I was so happy about that this year. Um, obviously really sad to hear the news that Gunther had died not that long ago but I just for me it's it's everything it's my childhood it was what everyone was talking about it's even now it's breakups you know um, falling in love it's family dramas it's you know happy times it's sad it's illnesses whatever it is it doesn't matter what you are doing you can put on friends and thank god it's on Netflix <laughs> Uh, otherwise I'd have to get the box set out yeah. which I still have and just watch it and I love it it doesn't matter which series either I I just think it's fantastic from start to end I love all of the characters my favorite character changes all the time um but I'm pretty sure it's Chandler I think he's the most consistent um and again as as you grow up you kind of identify with them on different levels but it's just brilliant and I absolutely Ooh. love the theme tune, the Rembrandts, and um, it's a brilliant song mm. in itself. I used to love it when I, back in the days when I was on local radio. Um, I used to get to play it in full, and it was brilliant. So, <laughs> and when you got the clap right, you were gonna have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get somebody to show it to me to to, to, to let me know because everybody I ever say to, I've never seen Friends. I don't dislike it because I've never seen it, so I'm not gonna say that. But yeah, somebody needs to introduce. You've it come to me. this far that part of me feels like you've just got to not ever watch it. No, get <laughs> somebody to reenact it all for me. Yeah, just tell me the basics and I can Same get by. Synopsis. Mm. Yeah, I mean you've got Netflix, haven't you? So there's no reason that you can't. Yeah, there's a lot more on Netflix that I want to watch at the moment. Well, that <laughs> is- <laughs> there's other stuff you want to watch, but there'll be one day when you'll sit down and you'll go, mm. "Oh, fine." Yeah. Well, maybe I'll, I'll do as you say, Sophia. Maybe not. Maybe I'll withhold and never see it. Go maybe. to my my deathbed, that, and that'll end up being on your tombstone. Mm. He never watched Watch Friends. Friends. He never watched Friends. He, he did a lot of stuff in his life, but he never watched Friends. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> with a with a with a poem on the top of your headstone where it'll clap three. Yeah, times. but da, everybody da, da, da. that knows me, will think it's relevant to Benny Hill, not the oh, Friends. That is true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, okay, then Neil, you're number one. Uh, you've already mentioned it. It's only fools and horses. Okay. Uh, yeah. What I, yeah, I absolutely love that theme too. And it goes back to um, I borrowed my dad's. He's got the complete box set of everything that, that they ever did. And I sat from episode one and went all the way through it. And I've had such a great time. I mean, you forget about the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Don't worry about that one. But it's got such heart. It's got such. Yeah, it's just great comedy program. I think it's hilarious. I, I proper belly laughed all the way through it. Which and one the do you writing's prefer? genius. Which one do you prefer? The first what do you mean? The, well, the opening uh, the op- um, song or the, the... Probably the opening overall. The and opening's op- more iconic, but the mm. ending is good. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. You kind of Without forget how good it is. But I'm also glad that I got to watch it in its original form, because apparently bits have all been taken out and everything yeah. for, yeah. you know, for whatever reason. And it was just lovely to sit back, watch it as I remembered it. And like I say, the theme tune. I even reckon my lad, who's now a musician, has written a song that, that he's taken inspiration from the opening song from. No way! <laughs> yeah, I, I always call it his Only Fools and Horses song. Oh, so, yeah. 
Oh no, it's it's up there for me as a series. One of those mm. ones that we watch at Christmas. That and the two Ronnies. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can't. Be Just that. hilarious. Yeah, you can't be that. Okay, my number one. Um, let me just wet my whistle. Oh. <laughs> Tension, it's building. Yeah, goes like this: <laughs> making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Oh, I know Taking a is. break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Dee, 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 dee. Do you know what it is, oh. Sophia? Is it Cheers? Yeah. Ah! yeah. <laughs> Gary Portnoy. I bought the single for this. Who sang it? Gary Sorry? Por- Gary Portnoy. Right. The guy who sang it. Yeah, because it, it, the rest of the story goes on about all your life you got no lights and your check is in the mail and your little angels oh, i don't know what it is but yeah so he's, he's going through a bad time the guy um but i i mean i love cheers as a tv show it was one of my first sort of that again is a u.s sitcom but there was something about it just was a little bit different um and it's just a fantastic theme tune and I, i've like i say i bought the single it wasn't just the fact that it was great to go with the the, the tv show it was a great song on its own. So mm. that for me is the greatest theme tune of all time. And, you know, I've, I've silenced you with my singing. So I obviously I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm right. I feel like I'm getting no, no shape back on that. So uh, well, it's a great theme, isn't it? I was just reflecting on how good all three choices were actually. I actually think you're right. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and um, what amazes me, I think we had one, Two. We had one duplicate. Two? Two. Only Fools and Horses and the Muppet oh, Show. Only Fools and Horses. And the rest of them. That I can also think is to do with generations. I think mm. the fact that you're yeah. a different generation to us, uh, Sophia. That's when you're supposed to say, no, you're not. No, you're not really. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we proved we have. <laughs> I think we've definitely proved we have. Right. Okay. Well, we have a few honourable mentions. Uh, so, Stu Grant. So, sing out any of these if you fancy. The Littlest Hobo, to start with. I can't remember that. There's one. a place. Huh. Keep on calling me. Oh, da, 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 da. I'm doing the old Tim Vine again. I can't stop myself. Oh, it's a great... Uh, maybe tomorrow you'll have to settle down. Da, da. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Starfleet. Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Super Grand. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Supergram was sung by Billy Connolly. It was Billy Connolly, yeah. Uh, Oz, Chorlton and the Wheelies, Sopranos, Cheers, and the A-Team. Yeah, the Sopranos, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at, uh, sorry, at Andy McEwen 1 says Bottom. The Young okay. Ones, Shooting Stars. That was a good one, Shooting Stars. Yeah. Uh, Batman 90s cartoon. Uh, he said, that count or is that cheating? I mean, no, it's a TV show. Uh, Darren Brown says Airwolf, Stranger Things. Is Stranger Things has that got? Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah, it's very yeah, electrical, that, isn't it? That was going to be one of mine. I can't remember how it goes off the top of my head now, but that is a good thing. It's to very that. 80s electric, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, keyboard, Casio keyboard, yeah. Uh, and 18. Kim Penniston said 18, Knight Rider and Grange Hill. Karen Clark said Hill Street Blues, Miami Vice, CSI Miami, Andy Pandy. Only fools, uh, only fools and horses and white horses. Anyone know what white horses is? No. 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 Okay. Um, at Stacy Michelle B on Twitter said, "Welcome back, Cotter," which is a that's a that's a that's a John Travolta 
sitcom from the uh, USA, I think, isn't it? I don't know John? That yeah, Travolta well, was in a sitcom? He was. Before he was a big movie star, mm. he was a, well, I never. Like a, a, a late 70s. It was before he did Saturday Night Fever, wasn't it? So it would have been a early 70s. Early 70s, early 70s yeah. yeah. Uh, Ross Carpenter said, The Big Breakfast, Friends, Skins, Dexter, Narcos, Father Ted. Father Ted's a great one. Oh, yeah. Good one as well. Um, Dog Tanyon and the Three Musker Hounds, The De- oh, Detectorists, Cheers, and House of Cards, US version starring Kevin Spacey, just an epic theme. And then Amber Daniels and Debbie Chambers said Bondi Rescue. Takes me back to the sweet times, hot nights, everything's going to be all right in the summertime. So I don't know what the Bondi, but thank you, Amber. We're going to have to Google that. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to, there's lots we're going to have to Google without a shadow of a doubt. So that's it. I mean, I think you're right. I think we've got three solid number ones there. Yeah. Uh, Friends, Only Fools and Horses, and Cheers. Um, so what else are you up to then, Sophia? What have, I mean, this new podcast that you've got. Yeah, so this is um, a podcast. It's called The Country Lineup. So I'm a big country music fan, which obviously I told you both about uh, mm. in other podcast ventures. Um, but it's something I've always loved and kind of found a niche for in terms of presenting. And I'm able to specialise in that in a lot of my work now, which is great. And I never thought I'd be able to do. So I'm really pleased about that. So The Country Lineup is myself and my co-host, Tim Potty jones who's a UK country star. Um, and we... Uh, Uh, interview big names from the US, um, the big mainstream uh, pop stars at the moment, country stars at the moment. Um, Our first episode came out last week and it's all based uh, a bit like Desert Island Discs, I guess, but they are building their dream festival lineup. So we give them four fictional stages and from that they tell us who it would be. So we have a saloon stage. So it's kind of a an introducing stage, people who are on the up and are trying to find you know, their way in the country music world. We have um, the Hall of Fame, which is the really traditional country uh, artists. So, you know, th- think the you know Dolly Partons of this world and, and the George Straits and whatnot and then the uh next one is the country crossroads so that's any genre anyone they'd like to collaborate with so that always throws up some weird ones which I love um and then the main stage as in horse main see what it did there nice and that's the ultimate country headliner at the moment so it's a really nice um a really nice listen for any country music fans to kind of give the control to to people who are always on the stage and actually go well who would you want to see if you could pick it because often these people have talked with some of the biggest names in country music Mm. and then some Mm. um so yeah we've launched that a couple of weeks ago we've got our next episode out on thursday the 18th i believe um and they're every two weeks and uh yeah so first episode is on anywhere you listen to podcasts the country lineup and that was with Tennille towns and on the 18th it will be with ashley mcbride who was a big big country music star who everyone seems to love they like country music here in the uk so we can't wait for her to come for c2c this year so uh, wonderful well we will put the link to the podcast in the show notes so if you want to thank you very much please go and subscribe to it and give them a five-star rating because i'm sure it's Yeehaw, is that right (laughs) it should be automatic to (laughs) give (laughs) sophia a five-star rating that was terrible that was like the uh, there was a little oomph into it. Go on, do it again, Pab, with a again. little bit more spunk. Yeah. 
Well, we, as we're recording this, we have our um, final WTAF episode, which is the live show at the end of the month. Yeah. So that's what, three weeks away. Um, and we started this podcast. So we're, what, this, this is episode... Well, let's have a look. See, well, this is episode eighteen, so it's yeah. just it, we're now back in, just trying to get like as you will find out with your new podcast, just trying to get your head above the parapet and trying to make a bit of like noise with a podcast because the one thing about um, lockdown is everybody decided to make a podcast. Did they just? And then they, some of us want to make some money from it. Well. <laughs> everybody wants to make money from it that's the that's the the thing yeah. but, uh, you know yeah so it's it's just a matter of just just carrying on enjoying doing what we're doing i think more than anything else. But it's it's nice this podcast because it gives us a blank canvas every time we speak to somebody new so that's everything. what's so great is it's mm. and it's something different i mean Pavel, we were talking about doing it i was thinking oh my god i could do anything mm. anything and and how often do you you think about your top things as well? Quite often, the top ten is quite a challenge, which is a really good challenge to have. Yeah. It's I think it'll be a great one for the Christmas dinner table. Actually, I think it's yeah. something that will definitely um, cause chat. Yeah, and and so I see do like a little dinner dinner um, card game. Yes, <laughs> there you go. We'll, and we'll also, that'd be a great top that. ten, wouldn't it? Top ten Christmas dinner items. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Christmas dinner games. There you yeah. go. And dinner Christmas the Christmas cracker jokes. <laughs> oh oh my God. God. Yeah, just that. go on, couldn't we? Yeah, we no, could. Uh, Neil, do you want to uh, do you want to give a shout out and say what how we all that gubbins? That's it. Yeah. The, you can okay let me do that for you you can find us on all the social medias at top 10 pods uh you can email us at top 10 pods at hotmail.com you can come and support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods where you can get rewards such as our episode super early bonus episodes and you can even be a guest check out all of our links via link tree you can find the link in the show notes and please do come and subscribe and leave us a rating and review on apple Podcasts. good ones please or subscribe and follow on spotify or wherever the damn you get your podcast from and also remember we are on youtube as well and uh come and subscribe to the youtube channel because i like to like edit in little pictures of stuff that we're talking about and it takes ages so just come and subscribe because <laughs> it'd be really nice if you could do that um sophia thank you it's been lovely catching up with you yeah, it really it's been has great to see you again oh it's been great to see you both thank you so much for having me on and i'll always come on again you know this oh. well, i'll tell you what we'll think of something fun to do for the new year and we'll have you back and we'll we'll do another top 10 and amazing uh, make or it us could be make... your choice again absolutely you know how do, how, how do you know your country music? Uh, um, not very well at Dolly all. Dolly Parton. John Denver, I think that's the <laughs> oh, way. Oh, yeah. And um, something, yeah. 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 That could be a very long or very short <laughs> Yeah, that would be hard. I, I mean, we could delve into it. I'm sure there's other. Willie Nelson. There you country? go. Yeah, I know Willie <laughs> Nelson. Willie Nelson's country. Yeah, and there Garth Brooks. Oh, and he's, he's the king. Is he? Yeah. There Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah, he can break your heart. Is he there still doing go. it? I he don't is. know. Yeah, he's a bit cooler these days. 
Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll sort something out for the yeah. Sophia. I don't know what it'll be, but we will definitely have you back if you want to come back because we always that into you. So it's always great. Um, Thank you for having me, guys. No problem. And and say hi to Chris next time you see him. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. He won't know, but just say say Pav and Neil say hi and see what he says. I'll see him on Monday. Will you? Yeah, there you <laughs> and go. Just say to him, we remember that thing back in the 90s. That'll really scare the shit out of him. Because he, <laughs> he'll probably think, oh my God, there probably was something in the 90s that I shouldn't have done. <laughs> uh, just, uh, so, Neil, thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you again, Sophia. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much, everybody, for watching and listening. And let's go and start the countdown. Ten. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.